You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. From Chicago and Jersey through the magic of Zoom, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich. I'm Kalman Warch. Well, Kalman, uh, we would love to be able to say that it's only us that are meeting together through Zoom, but the world is still, at least the Jewish world in the Northeast and many of the major metropolitan centers are still under some sort of lockdown. But we have heard a lot of cracks in the system. There has already been not only, of course, in the in the secular world or the the the, the world that wants to be free, the that they said free up America. It's occurred as well in cities, even in Jersey and Lakewood and other places, where, despite there have been issued Azharas psokim kolkeres, not to have minyanim and not to get together even in a way that social distancing is acceptable to outlaw and I, uh, Herschel Schechter and others said that to have these minyanim would be considered it wouldn't even have a shame brochus, you couldn't answer amen but it's broken through, there have been minyanim there have been kriyasateras there have been, uh, there has, they have, they have bucked the system. That's, I, I'm going to take a little bit of issue with the way you're phrasing it, and I guess that's going to be uh, our divide. Is that um, I'm, I'm not actually looking at the people who have chosen to take the other direction as the heroes, as the Nachshon Ben Aminadovs, as the people who won't stand for us standing between the Egyptians and the sea, but diving right in. And uh, um, understanding that uh, in order to uh, be Ovid Hashem, sometimes, sometimes Enets of Entvuna, you know, before Hashem, we don't place, we don't look at the honor of those who we need to respect and, and show <laughs> reverence to, but on the contrary, we need to do the right thing regardless uh, of what I, I, the, uh, you, I, I, I'm happy that you, you threw in a marshal of one of the great Jewish heroes, Nachshon Banaminodov, but there was no Easter, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron didn't say, nobody should jump in, they didn't issue any kolkeres, they didn't say, everybody needs to stay here until Fauci gives us the thumbs up to, to run in. Moshe Rabbeinu, true, he might, there might have been a sense, what's he doing? I don't know. I'm going to go and act on my own. But here... But these, that's exactly these, what it was. There was, a, there was a, I'm not sure if I see the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu having us all come to this place and one person saying, you know what? Here's what I think we should do. I, I think the, the example may be different, but I'm not seeing that as a differentiator. I think that what we need is uh, for the people to simply go out and set up a system that works. Obviously, you got to follow whatever the medical, uh, me- medically accepted rules are. But you go out there, you do the right thing, and then the gedolim who are maybe uh, panicking a little bit will see, listen, we can trust the people, and uh, they, they, they got it right. I don't know if we could call the gedolim panicking. I think that there might have been a number of, important, there might have been, there definitely were 
quite a bit of missteps in the beginning of this outbreak. But when we try to look in the macro picture, once the, 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 the ship was pretty much righted and they were getting the information correctly, it would seem to me that people like Rav Asher Weiss, people like Rav Asher Schechter, Rav Shleiman Miller, or the collected Rabbonim of, of Lakewood, the five towns, uh, Bergen County, it would seem to me that when they issue their kolkeles, that has the power of something beyond a psakaloche. It has something called das teira. And in das teira, even though the halacha could go either way. In other words, let me, let me rephrase it. Sometimes I don't know what to do because I haven't learned enough. And I need someone who's an expert in this area, someone who knows this field. That's one place you go to the Paisek Adar. That's why Chaim Ezer would say, we need Rabdover Karliner for this psak because he's the only one who could be Mater Agunas in this situation. You go to the greatest mind to be able to do it. Dastayre isn't about the halachic uh, acuity of the person. It's more almost like the uh, understanding that this is the manig of Klaus. These are the manig. This is the manig. And if it's a group of like a mayetzes, they become like the manhigeyador. And therefore, to reject what these manhigim are saying is, in a sense, going against Taira. That is the idea of Das Teira, and I know it's something that, that I'm going to sound strange, because many times I'm the liberal here on this show, but I'm going to sound strange defending this Das Teira, but I think that this is really a slap in the face to the idea of Das Teira. What do you think? Yeah, I, I argue back that um, I think that um, you're right, and I, I, I want to be cautious of, of discounting Das Torah because Das Torah is an important element of what we believe, the Mesorah of the Chachamim and the Gedoli Aposkim and the leaders of Kal Yisrael. What I think we're missing, though, is that the people who get so lost in the concept of Das Torah that they feel that Das Torah is, is um, you know, all-powerful, um, all and, and it isn't. There is a concept of Das Torah, which is that the people who are most um, knowledgeable in Torah, and as you're describing, um, maybe they have a little bit more than just knowledge of Torah, but there is also the concept of Klal Yisrael as a whole, of Klal Yisrael as a tzibur, the Klal Yisrael as a people, and we have a power too, and that power may be even more powerful than the individual gedolim. I'm not saying any individual person for for any individual person to say, you know, I disagree with, um, you know, the gedolim ador. Who are you? Who, who do you think you are? But as a collective people, we are extremely powerful. And I'd like to I'd like to give a, a, a couple of examples, and you, you can tell me if you if you feel that they're fair examples. I think the best example of this is uh, what we call the Gezeris Shemen, which is that in the Talmudic times, they tried to ban, to place an enactment against um, oil that was not of a Jew. And um, this would have meant to be another distancing, not social distancing, but uh, religious distancing, um, to, to keep the Jewish people apart. 
and um, we have many such prohibitions. The prohibition on wine of a, of a non-Jew is essentially just that today, and bread, and all these other things. And the Jewish people collectively simply said no. We, we, we don't. And it's not like the Gemara records these rebellious people who refuse to... Um, our sages said, oh, okay, that doesn't work for you? Fine, we call it off. Klal Yisrael as a whole has a power to veto the individual um, rulings of even the collection of rabbis who are, uh, even if they're Das Torah, it's, it's Rabbi Yehuda Anasi or Rabbi Yehuda Anasi II and his based in. It wasn't just one rabbi. We have the power to say no and we have the knowledge to know when to say no. And we have the ability to say, listen, rabbis, you're great rabbis, but you're getting it wrong. And I'll, I'll go to a more modern example, and you'll tell me... Well, 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 let, let, me just, let, me, you know, let, let me just interrupt you just for one second here and just give you a little bit of the background where I think uh, is necessary. Yes, you're right. Uh, the Xer of Shemen was part of... A, a huge structured project that Chazal understood to distance the Jewish people from the nations around them. Food, wine, drink, and using their oils to create that food, wine, and drink uh, were all considered crucial elements in protecting. Those were harchokos. Those were gzeros. And therefore, it was Xera that the Tzibur wasn't able to, to, to be made on. The, what, 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 the reason why they voted with their feet and said you were wrong was because even though they understood that we need to be separate from the non-Jews, there isn't enough oil, there isn't enough fuel being produced uh, among ourselves independently for us to really survive. We need their oils. I, I disagree with you. I, I don't think it means there means that we would otherwise not be able to cook. It means that for whatever reason, we in our spiritual mind also, because if it was only a practical issue, the rabbis would have thought about that before they enacted the decree. No, I, I, I don't think that's true. I think that they, they are... I think, I think you're insulting Das Torah to suggest that... I'm they insulting missed, Das Torah. <laughs> yeah, you are, to suggest that the, the, the basin of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi II would, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, I wish you call him, um, w- would, have, would have decreed without consideration for the practical elements, I don't think that's, that's, that's true. I think they said, listen, it'll be tough, but we'll get by. And the people said, this is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And I think... Pashim Shad, Boy meant that there were certain... They, they're not Nevi'im, that they understood all the nitty-gritty reality. This was something that, that, that was pushing. Now, of course, you can always bite the bullet, Kalman, and say, we don't need to cook. We can just have raw vegetables but the, and But eat the mushrooms. rabbis never thought that. They were never saying this because, listen, you'll survive without. It'll be tough, but you'll make it. And and means that we couldn't handle it, and it could be we couldn't handle it for any number of reasons. We so so what, what's the reason why they couldn't handle it? Because they, they just they intellectually thought it was silly? No, it was something that, that, that stopped 
life for them in a way was that was com- frustrating. It, was, it didn't stop. It was going to complicate life. In stop. Complicate. You're just you're getting into semantics now. Uh, semantics is sometimes what, what these things are all about. The point is that we, we reasoned and there shouldn't be a limitation, which is I think what you're trying to place, a limitation on what kind of um, difficulties are we allowed to use to veto the rabbis? That's right. I was practical yeah. versus even if it's a spiritual. I, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you. Let me go to my my next my my next. Two okay, examples. you you not you stopped me from making my point, but go ahead. All right. It's no, all right. Go, go to your, your point. I don't you don't even know true. what it was. You, you didn't even hear it out completely. My point was that here we were talking about a gzera and our chokah. And as if you re- read the Rambam carefully in Hilchas Mamram, you see that there is a, there, there are distinct differences between where there's a gzera archoko or where they're telling us what this novel interpretation of Teir Shabal Pev, what the Teir means of, a, of an Easter. I, the Nafkamina would be here. And again, I'm not going to stop you. I know you have what to say on this, and I'm not trying to uh, to muzzle you. What I'm saying is, is that, yeah, uh, the 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 idea of of listening to them uh, uh, is, is is ultimately as Rabbi Yosef Engel explains in the Asfand Daraisa is when they say for example don't use their shemen they never had the kayach to make the shemen usher what they could say was buying their shemen or using their shemen is an act of not accepting our authority because we know what's best for you. So it was it was a din in in in, in uh, the gavra being a moirade. That's what it would have been. Whereas when they explain that this is actually chaylev, when they explain that this piece of meat is actually from their understanding, they are, we accept their chacham to tell us that this is a chevtzavisur. Chazal are actually creating not creating an isur. They're being megala to us that this is an Easter Torah, and there's no playing around with that. Well, I'm going to agree with you here that where the rabbis are simply defining what the Torah says, that they are the experts in telling us what the Torah says. But we're talking about decrees and enactments. Decrees and enactments are the rabbinical extensions based on their understanding of the situation, and they have their understanding of the situation, and we can understand the situation differently, and we can disagree. And that, that's, the, that's the... So I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that there are certain areas where we simply can't disagree. When our rabbis say that the esrog is this yellow fruit, I, I, fine. There's no, there's no disagreeing with that. That's also part of our tradition. I'm just using that as an example. But they're just telling us what the Torah says, and you can't disagree with them about what the Torah says. But we're talking about examples where the rabbis are, are going beyond, and they have the power to do that. As it says, Ushmartem is Ushmarti. They have a right to build fences and extensions. Asus Yagla Torah. They have that power. But we have a counterpower. You have to have checks and balances. The founding fathers did not invent the concept. And checks and balances on the rabbis too. And the rabbis can enact a certain decree, and we can say, veto. And that's our power. I, 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 I respect the the point that you're making, in ter- and I'm not disagreeing with that, but I think enactments are different, and I'm not going to see the difference between enactment over oil and enactment over whether um, you know, shuls can open. Let, let's take a, another example. World War II. World War II, um, um, was 
so again, what I'm saying is that they, they're, during this space, um, the, the rabbis completely got it wrong. And, uh, you know, this is an example of where they completely got it wrong. And no one would go back and suggest that we would say differently. No one would go back and keep the same, unless you're telling me, which is what it sounds like you're saying, that Das Torah is Das Torah. And therefore, since that's what they said, that's what we have to do. And if we were to go travel back to 1938, we would all stay. Yeah, well, this is uh, uh, this has been one of the uh, bombs that have been hurled against the Rabbonim for years, that during the 1920s and 30s, as the, the drumbeats of fascism and Nazism were getting stronger and ascending, why were the Gedolim not pushing for en masse immigration to America, Territ Yisrael? Why did it seem that so many of the Gedolim were writing letters and encouraging monies to be funded, monies from Chutzlaretz or from, from America and other places to help the Jewish communities within Europe to be able to become, to stay solvent? It would seem they should have actually turned their efforts and directions to leaving those places and saving their lives instead of staying there when until it was too late. That's really your point. Whether they were actually and 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 and, and once again, sometimes das Tehre doesn't come as it's happened in the last couple of months, where we can actually point to their letters and point to their writings, and point to their heroes of the Rabbonim. It might have come from an attitude. Were there psokim, das Torah type of psokim? I know that I'm, I'm, I'm mixing metaphor, mixing terms, but were there das Torah psokim in that there period? Were, there were. There were all these stories of people who went to their Rabbanim and said, what should we do? And the Rabbanim said, it'd be fine. I'm talking about big Rabbanim, Mare Hira and Admirim. And uh, in fact, uh, I'm not going to mention... Examples of Meirayro and Rabonim and Admeirim that issued, told people to stay, that this is what we need to do, this is what the Das Torah and the Das the Rabbani Shalom wants, when it seems like history clearly, and the Rabbani Shalom had a different cheshbon. Again, I, I think the Holocaust is sometimes too big and, and, and too powerful of a bomb to, to let loose. Um, what the Rabbani Shalom wanted here and what the Das Hashem was uh, the, that allowed people to get it wrong. You're not going to get, you're not going to get me, Kalman, to say here that all the Rabbanim were correct. And why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu allow Rav Chaim Oizer, the Havana to be able to tell everybody, let's get out of here, or whoever it was that was issuing the Pesachim for the world. Um, I, I think that you've, uh, you've, you've touched the, uh, the Shoah, and that's always something that I think has so many questions in Pirchas that to just say Das Torah gets it wrong from there, I think is very dangerous. Um, I am not, uh, look, I have been a victim of, of in many ways, of the Das Torah mentality. Uh, it's strange, as I mentioned before, that I should defend it. But I do believe that there is a organic, and I'm going to actually say it better than, I think you were saying it. You were saying we have a, a veto power over 
their hayros, over their harchokos, over, if not their psokim, but definitely when they are trying to protect us, they, their power stems from us. And just like Ein Melech Balayam, there's no there's no Moire Hira or Geyser Xera without the people who are being macabre those Xeras. I think that's pretty much what you were saying before. I, I think the idea of, of the creation of who are the Gedalim who issue what we call Dastera is actually also a product of that as well. And uh, let me just illustrate. Um, there were there were Rabbonim uh, in the 40s and 50s and even 60s that in some ways could probably have matched Rav Mesha, uh in terms of, if not necessarily uh, the, the same level of genius, but definitely erudition and profundity. I don't want to necessarily say their names, but the Klaal Yisrael understood who their Godel was, who their Pesach was, who the person who, like Rav Moshe, sat at the head of Agudas HaRabonim and then Agudas and the Moetzes. I think that these uh, people that are issuing these hayros about staying home, not making the Minyanim, are also there because the Tzibor has put them there. There's a reason Herschel, there's a lot of nice Rosh Hashivas in YU. But the reason why Rav Herschel Schechter was, and, and Rav Asher Weiss, were the ones that were issuing the Psokim for Corona that so many people have followed and have turned to is because that was also the, the Tzibor being manik them, that Kayach. I think that, that when you have disruptions, those people are, are to me, the Yatsadaifans. I'm going to say Das Taira works because the Tzibor is ma'anik them. It, it crowns them. It gives them that role. And when you have a, a, a few uh, malcontents, even if it's a, a 20% malcontent, a 30% malcontent, they are actually, they need to be viewed as mavericks and, and they need to be they need to be dealt with. I hear you, but we're not talking here about 20, 30%. You know, let me, let me go to a, what I believe is the best modern example. And, and uh, I really think this uh, brings the point home. Um, you know, the, the rabbis got together. They gathered all of Kal Yisrael, theoretically speaking, into, uh, into one big stadium and pronounced a ban, a prohibition on the use of the internet. And Kal Yisrael as a whole watched and laughed. I watched, personally watched this scene via a satellite hookup. And there seemed to be no irony in the room at watching this asifa, uh, this gathering of the Rabbanim saying how the internet is the destruction of the world, it's the biggest Yetzirah, it's the biggest this. And Claudius all, all went, huh, really interesting. But no. And we said no, and here we are, some years later, all these same gedolim, all giving shiurim via Zoom, all of them on the internet, all of them realizing that they made a mistake, but it's not that they, that, that they, that they said, ooh, you know, we should, Yisrael just ignored them. We ignored them because we said, you know what? No, you got it wrong. And this may be an example today of where the Rabbanim are, are overreaching, they are being overly cautious beyond what the governments 
And I mean, in fact, I saw a psaq from one issued by one basin where they said, despite the fact that the government is allowing it, we're, we're going to continue to prohibit it. That's Klal Yisrael needs to, and I believe is, saying no, it's not 20%. I think that if, uh, if we would take a look at how many people internally disagree, you'll see that you're probably at 80 or 90% of people who say, yeah, no, I think that this would work. Uh, obviously, following certain rules and regulations and limitations, but, but uh, Klal Yisrael can say no. And a comment, look, the, uh, I was, we did a, a program about the ban on the internet, and I think it's up on our, uh, on the Yeshiva of Newark uh, podcast site. Uh, you could, you could get it off of there if you want and, and replace it on the Illinois Center for Jewish Studies. And you could see that 17, 18 years ago, we also, and I was definitely, uh, in agreement that this was spitting in the wind and it wasn't going to work. I think that the the difference is, but and again, I seem to be saying all these are exceptions. But I think uh, I, I think what you are, 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 are you're conflating the three cases: the Xayr Shemen, the the attitude of the of the Rabbanim uh, in between the two wars, and the Xayr on the internet. I think that the uh, the the Nafkamina here. Now you're gone. This is really about Hatzalos Nefashis. I think that the, um, and, and, and even though he will tell me that providing for those Jewish communities in between World War I and World War II was also the Hatzal of those Nefashis and how to be Matzal the Nefashis, that could be a Machlaikas. What was, what, what, how, where Hatzalos Nefashis should have gone? Uh, here, the desire to have these Minyanim. The desire to say, I want to connect to the Rabbanu Shalom because I know how to connect to the Rabbanu Shalom better. I need to have my minion. I need to be able to have my back door, be able to get my aliyah for Kriya Sateh or say Kaddish, whatever it is you want to say. That to me is already a uh, Merida in the... the, the why? Why? Why are we not entitled... Why are we not entitled to our minyanim and our Kriya Sateh and our aliyahs as much as we're entitled to... Uh, To have our shemen, to have our shemen, <laughs> to have our shemen and put a, the shmirit. You know, I, I think Kalman that the uh, the world, even since the seventeen years ago that we did our uh, show on the internet, um, has become more fragmented. It's become more insular. Uh, corona and COVID nineteen have even caused a greater insularity uh, to the point. That whereas in the 40s and 50s people realized that this this uh, emigre who came in in the late, in the late 30s or Misha Feinstein was going to be their pesik and was going to stand as the God of Ador, uh, we are in a situation where we don't accept where we we form even before Corona our own little world based on. The, the internet and based on our ability to find information, uh, based on the fact that we are able to access and understand things, the idea that there's someone who's even going to poskin for us has become less and less of a relevant point for so many. Most people believe that they can create their world 
from the 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 energies around the energies and the 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 cyber energies around them and i think that's what we're really seeing here i think what we're seeing here is that yes we don't have people of the stature of ramesh anymore of flemizalvin of rebel yoshev but i think what we also have is this uh sense that I can figure it out. I can read this stuff on the internet. I can listen to this year and may and find another godel or voice of somebody that backs me up. And I think that's really what what, what we're dealing with here. The, the reason why Das Teira is suffering is not because Das Teira, like you're saying, is a very um, rickety system in the first place. I think that we don't really have a Klau Yisrael that can even be Makabal anymore. We have a Klau Yisrael that is... I, 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 never, I, I would not say that the Dastera system is rickety. I say it's built in with protections. The rabbis do not have the power to ending the Torah law, what they're saying, and um, makes sense to us. I, I think that that's, that's a that's a, a, um, that's a check it's a balance within the system. That's what I'm saying. Not degrading Dastor. We need Dastor. But Dastor isn't, isn't um, the uh, last, last word. Well, Kama, we're getting close to our last word, and I think that we've got a very rickety system of interconnectedness, and we're going to have to try to work on that for next time. But I think that the, uh, we've, we, we both agree that it's, it's paramount to stay safe. And I would say erring on the side of caution is the logical thing to do. And it's probably the firm thing to do. I think it's the way that you can be Mekayim, the Das of being Mekabel, the Rabbanu Shalom, and his Shluchim, as opposed to going out on your own and thinking that you can create your own pattern. Now, I don't know exactly which Minyanim you're going to be going to or attending. I know we're really speaking more theoretical than practical. But I think that the, uh, the, the wise thing to do is to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's one thing when you vote with your feet because you need their oil to, 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 to keep your ovens going. It's another thing when you know, when you think you know better what your spiritual needs are to the point of possibly causing greater reinfections and, and, and causing new waves, which will put Nebuch more people onto ventilators and, and an illness. It's a, it's a, it's a downer note to end with, <laughs> but that's, that's the way I, I'm viewing this today. So my Chavrusa is Kalman Warch. And my Chavrusa, Rabbi Avram Kivalevitz. Yeah. And this has been the Chavrusa. We hope Mitz Hashem to see you uh, next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.